0: Online. Well, for my entire lifetime, people have been telling me that journalism is in trouble. They were even saying that when Pittsburgh still had two newspapers and McKeesport and all the surrounding towns had their own independent newspapers. But over the last 10 years or so, the Internet has really changed uh, the calculus of how local news works, how careers in journalism work work. And I was excited to see a couple of students at Penn State Greater Allegheny here in McKeesport nominated for Golden Quill Awards from the Press Club of Western Pennsylvania and two of those students uh, winning awards. They're joining us uh, today on uh, the program. Troy Ferguson is a senior majoring in corporate communications. He's originally from West Mifflin. Uh, Good morning, Troy. Morning. How are you? Good. And Katie Shields (laughs) is on the line with us from Penn Hills. Uh, She is a senior majoring in Information Science and Technology at uh, Penn State Greater Allegheny. Good morning, Katie. Good morning. Hello. Hello to both of you. Uh, f- first things first, you are both um, on, on part of the team, the now you can say award-winning team, that puts out <laughs> the uh, Penn State Greater Allegheny Gazette. Uh, Troy, you are a writer for the paper, correct? Correct, yes. How, how long have you been uh, writing for the Penn State Greater Allegheny yes. Gazette?
1: So, um, we actually just, I started writing, um, last fall, fall of 2019 and it's actually a cool story. Um, our professor Rosemary Martinelli, um, revamped the paper. We actually haven't had a campus paper on our campus in 10 years, I think. So, um, she kind of like jump started it and we've been working on it for like over a year now. And it's so, it's like so cool to see where we are now, you know?
0: Do you, do you have an actual physical print paper, or is it online or is it a combination?
1: it's a it's a combination. Um, ever when the pandemic started, we we kind of stopped printing because there was nothing else we we could do. you know there was nothing but to we distrib- didn- no way to distribute yeah, it, right right, exactly. So we've just been keeping up on our online platform, and um we just recently we just sent out our welcome week edition
0: through it, through an email blast for all the students. Katie, if I understand correctly, you are a page designer. Do you also do web stuff as well?
2: Uh, yes, I originally created the website because I thought it would be a good idea to also have a digital platform to send out to the students. Um, now the website is a combination of all the efforts of the journalists, the people who also have editor privileges to change up the website. Um, and I also designed the pages and I helped with Adobe and design training as well, um, it was really cool to see everything get kickstarted, though. But I do all the technical
0: stuff. Let's mm-hmm. let's continue with you, Katie, for a second, and then we're going to ask Troy the exact same question. Uh, Katie, um, what is your interest in news? Like growing up, what publications or, or websites do you were you a fan of, and, and what are you reading today?
2: I think i've always paid attention to news at least a little bit my parents would have it on every single morning before i went to school so i'd always see something on the news um mostly nowadays i read my news online so i'll read it from a variety of sources because i think getting it from one source may not be the best idea getting it from a ton of different sources is uh pretty good but um i actually like I didn't have like an interest in writing too much, but then Rosemary Marnelli approached me and told me how she really wanted to kickstart the newspaper, but the IT help desk that I work at on campus couldn't help her with Adobe InDesign and that she really didn't know anything about the program. And then I decided that, outside of my work hours that, I, well, now it turned into work hours, but I would help her out because um, I kind of felt bad, and then I was like, I know a little bit about Adobe products and enough to teach people the basics, so I thought I could just kickstart that, and then it ended up with me designing the pages, and uh, sometimes I help Professor Marinelli edit some of the stories as we're laying out the pages so it fits properly, um, but overall news, I um, it's. I like reading news, but I don't read it enough. I think I've been really busy with school and sure. my multiple
0: jobs. Mm-hmm. I think that makes sense. Uh, same question over to you, Troy. What what kind of things are you reading right now, and and where's your interest in in news and writing come from?
1: So um, I think what really got me into like writing and stuff and, and like an interest in it was writing about the arts and like entertainment. I have a huge theater background, so I just. I like i that always attracted me and i i I always liked writing, but I never thought I was like good enough um but I, I like just kept working on it um and like Katie said, like I don't when I look at news i um I get it from a multiple s multiple sources because you can't trust just one person you have to like do your research and keep digging to find information, but I mostly get my news online usually like through online publications.
0: Uh, we're, we're talking with Troy Ferguson and uh, uh, Katie Shields. They are seniors at Penn State Greater Allegheny. They both recently won awards from the Press Club of Western Pennsylvania, what are called the Golden Quill Awards, uh, for their work on the Penn State Greater Allegheny Gazette. Uh, Troy, do you have a sense of why the uh, Penn State Greater Allegheny newspaper had closed? You said it had suspended publication for a while. Um, I
1: honestly don't. I don't want to
0: speculate.
1: No, that's right. I, yeah, I just I. I don't, we don't know the full story. We okay. just, we, it just, just recently got revamped. That's all I could say. Really. I think that's,
0: I think that's typical for a lot of student organizations though. Like, you know, mm-hmm. as students come and go, people have interest mm-hmm. or, or, or they don't have interest. What, right. what, what kind of stories, well, first of all, tell me what's, what you won your Golden Quill Award for.
1: So, um, last fall, um, Susan Klebold came to our campus. Um, she Dylan was Klebold's.
0: Dylan Kle... yeah, yeah, mother. mother. And, um, tell people who Dylan okay. Klebold was
1: um he was one of the perpetrators of the columbine shootings uh happened in um i think it was april 1999 i, I could be i can mm-hmm. fact check me i don't know yeah but um uh so she came to our campus and talked about the importance of self-care and men- like mental health awareness and i was so moved from her conversation um my professor Martinelli she came up to me and asked me how I enjoyed her talk and I was like I I was so moved by it I like some of her points like really struck a chord in me and she asked me to she was like well why don't you write an opinion piece on what her like her speech and that's that's what I did and and ended up winning.
0: Uh, Same question over to you Katie Shields Um, um, congratulations on the award first of all uh, what did you win for?
2: Um, I won the award for my assistance with laying out the pages for the students. And also, um, I believe Professor Marinelli uh, helped me edit some of the pages and uh, maybe like fix some errors or just like some layout issues when we lay out the story. If it lays out a certain way better, if it fits an entire page, we might have to take out a few sentences. Um, and overall, I just, uh, my first year working with the newspaper, I did all all of the pages laid out and I also uh, asked for the opinion of the students and um, mostly it was just me doing the Adobe training and laying out the pages and helping professor Marinelli edit the uh, stories out a little bit and adding the pictures as well
0: D- did you get a newspaper or news magazines growing up because it's it's one of the things that I that I think there is really developing a kind of I, I mean I hate to be almost be a cliche but almost a generation gap right whereas my mom and dad's generation would not have thought about going without a newspaper or getting a news magazine every week. And then my generation kind of like, we dropped that habit for the most part. And then I feel like people who are under 20 probably didn't grow up with that experience at all. Did you grow up with with a regular newspaper or news magazine in the house? Uh,
2: no, actually, I didn't no. really. Um, the only reason why we had newspapers sometimes is because Like we went on vacation and we needed something for my animals, but that was the only reason I ever saw newspapers, honestly. Um, But when I was approached with the task of it, I tried to learn everything I could as quick as possible to help out the newspaper because that's my ultimate goal. I think technology can do a lot of things for people, but also there's something special about holding something in your hand and saying, wow, I made this, I helped with this. And also Mm -hmm. being able to take that to an interview or show different people and it even got and we had two students who wrote the stories, get nominated for an award and myself alongside them. And I think that's amazing because without the physical paper and the support of the campus and even our online platform. But I think the physical paper holds a lot of like sentimental value, especially on campus. I feel like a lot of people have been looking forward to getting the papers back.
0: You can't you can't kind of um, because we're on, on the radio. You can't see uh, Troy. You're nodding your head. But yeah, you're mm-hmm. so so you're kind of agreeing with what Katie yeah. said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. We 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 have to take a 30 second break. When we come back, I want to talk about this whole the, the the whole weird situation that happened in March when in-person classes were suspended and now the 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 change going back in the fall semester and how that's affecting your your college life, okay? Uh, Katie Shields is a senior from Penn Hills. She's majoring in information science and technology. Troy Ferguson is a senior majoring in corporate communication. He's from West Mifflin. They're both uh, at Penn State Greater Allegheny. We're talking about student journalism, about their work on the Penn State Greater Allegheny Gazette, and about the the recent Golden Quill Awards uh, that they both uh, took home. You are listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550. 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. one two six seven eight six one nine one we're talking about student journalism, but also want to ask you about uh going to school, and we'll start with you uh Troy, um in March of this year, uh something unprecedented in probably the lifetime of practically anyone alive uh Penn State sent everybody home to continue mm-hmm. school virtually how How did that go? How was the transition for you uh to going to virtual classes in the spring
1: well, personally, it was um very overwhelming at first it was like everything was up in the air um but i do gotta say like once we got like once we were a month into the um pandemic and the stay-at-home order um i started getting the hang of like it, was, it started becoming more and more easier and um yeah it just it was rough at, it was definitely rough at first <laughs>
0: same, same question for you katie how did the transition go
2: um Uh, Quite frankly, it was honestly really rough for me because I also live on campus Mm -hmm. and I'm a resident assistant and I also work on campus as well at the IT help desk and I'm so involved with everything on campus and I live here and when I was told that I had to leave, um, it felt like I was getting my home ripped away from me. Um, It was really rough for me because I've lived here for two years now and I even stayed during the summer, the one year, and um, us getting like just... Going from like, I'm gonna go back to campus after a week to being told you can't come back to campus. And I oh. actually came back to campus for a little bit, and they told me I still had to leave. Um, it felt like I was kind of getting my family ripped away from me because I I didn't get to see the people I got to saw every day, and I felt really lonely for a while there. Um, mm-hmm. So I started up some like virtual game nights and things like that to kind of like get some contact with the students back. Um, but it was really rough. It was really difficult.
0: Troy, you live with family in West Mifflin?
2: Yeah, I commute to campus comm- yeah
0: commuter okay, but um, mm-hmm. Katie, then you live in McKeesport Hall, the the main residence hall there. Yes, I do. okay, so l- let me ask you you, Katie, and I don't want to get completely sidetracked here, but I-, I think this is kind of a question now. Classes have resumed in person for the fall for the most part. I think some uh, profs and instructors are doing some on a mix of online and in person stuff how do-, how do you feel so far are you comfortable being back?
2: I'm happy being back. Things are definitely a lot different as far as like, um, I have to hold events for the students as well. And we have to limit how many people can come. We have to change how we design our events and things like that. Um, And there's the mask policy and you can't have more than three people in your room at a time. So things are definitely a lot different, but I'm very happy to see my friends and my co-workers and the people I care about I feel like I've really missed that over the past few months for,
0: for the most part I mean we've seen all these these videos that have gone viral right of of people like freaking out because they're they're told to wear a mask or whatever are, are for the most part Katie in, in your experience are your residents in the residence hall like paying attention to the mask rules
2: for the most part, yes. We might have like one or two people where we have to tell them to pull their mask over their nose. And usually they listen pretty well, but um, we had like a little bit of a, um, we at, at the first, I don't think all the students understood the mask policy, but once they did, they follow it pretty well.
0: You, you have a, a high percentage, I believe, of international students at Penn State Greater Allegheny. I think it's one of the Commonwealth campuses, that not all of the Commonwealth campuses except international students. And, and my guess Having worked on a couple of college campuses where we had a lot of students from overseas, they were used to mask policies, especially the students from Southeast Asia and and from China and the Pacific Rim nations. They were used to it. So, I I mean, for, for some students, maybe this is just like, okay, yeah, they tell you to wear a mask, you wear a mask.
2: Yeah, I feel like a lot of students, um, because of the campus and because we don't want to get shut down, we want to be You're one right. of the college campuses that can say we made it. You're right. Um, we told a lot of students, like, look, you don't want to take away this experience from the seniors. You don't want to take more experiences away from the freshmen who just lost out on their high school graduation, on their high school prom. Yeah. So yeah. are you really going to not wear a mask and not follow the policies and take this away from people who have already had so much taken away from them? Um, And most people usually get it after we explain it that way is that it's not just something to do. It's not just like something silly that you have to do. It's something that helps protect and preserve the environment we have. And if you want to stay here, we need to do this
0: uh troy ferguson over to you are most of your classes meeting in person are they online this semester or is it a hybrid
1: um so actually i'm only on campus one night a week so i don't really see anybody um i just have one class at a night class but most of my classes are all um virtual if i'm not meeting on zoom um i just submit work as i you know whenever it's
0: due yeah okay okay um we're talking with uh, Katie Shields and Troy Ferguson they are seniors at Penn State Greater Allegheny they both uh, recently won Golden Quill awards from the Press Club of Western Pennsylvania so we're talking about uh, this this very unusual uh year that we are all living through worldwide but as Katie pointed out has especially affected students because you know you're you're only a senior in high school or a freshman in college or whatever once right you you don't get to go back and and rehab that experience, so it, it is a little bit unusual. Um, I I I don't want to get into too sensitive of a topic, but I'm going to ask you anyways because we are talking about journalism and and student journalism and learning about journalism. Uh, I'll I'll start with you, Troy. Uh, th- there has been this, you know, s- since uh, President Trump uh, first ran in 2016, um, journalists have been sort of one of his main enemies uh glenn beck i think it was yesterday or the day before uh came out on his show and said that uh he regards anyone who has a journalism degree as an enemy of the state um troy you are working towards your uh, corporate communications degree but how how do you feel Mm -hmm. to be a potential enemy of the state
1: um
0: i think comments like that
1: are like it's sad because like there's like me i i do try i strive really hard especially when i'm interviewing people like on issues and stuff, I try to tell every, every side of the story. Like um, that's one good um, professor Martinelli has been very good at training us on how to like ask questions and how to, how to like get out every, all the information you possibly can. So um, when I hear like, we're, we're all working for like, we all want the same goal, essentially. Like we all want we all want the truth and the truth to be broadcast. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, I, it's kind of sad that, (laughs) that that was set you know what
0: I mean but what are you gonna do <laughs> is that is that an attitude and, and I'm gonna put the same question to you Katie in a second but I just want to continue with Troy for just a minute is, is that an attitude that you see filtering down to ordinary students on campus or is that really mostly a, a political thing of a certain generation those kind of attitudes
1: um I I don't really notice it on like student-wide yeah. like I like we I think we're all just so excited to like get out and talk to people and like meet people like what I, I can't speak for everyone on the team, but for me personally, um, um, I just really, I really, I like talking to people. I love meeting new people. So it's like, yeah, I,
0: I don't really notice anything like that. I don't know. Katie Shields, same question. I mean, are you, uh, does it, I guess my question is, does it make you nervous to be in working in journalism even on the student level when people are yelling about fake news or does it make you more eager to want to do it? Right. Does it make like more resolved?
2: I think honestly it makes me a bit more eager because when I hear people say stuff like that, I honestly think they're just scared of information spreading. Um, I feel like one of the strongest things that we have to this day is how fast we can spread information. And it's also one of our biggest weaknesses as well, because the wrong information can be spread Just as easily. But if someone is committed to telling the truth to sharing both sides of the story to sharing something meaningful, then there's no issue with that. And of course, there's always going to be people who don't do that. But at the same time, the people who do shouldn't be regarded as enemies of the state or anything like that. I think that's honestly such a silly notion, because our strongest thing that we have is the information that we can gather and that way we can make educated decisions and educate it and we can come together with everything and just take our time to read.
1: Um, yeah, I I agree. I agree with her like 100 um, percent. She's like she said something about like being more eager to write stories. And that's like kind, I think that has lit a fire under my belt a little bit just to like get the truth out, you know, and be as honest and truthful as I I can be, you
0: know. We we have one more 30-second uh, break to take. The time goes quickly. When we, when we come back, I want to ask you both about um, where people who are off campus can find the paper online, uh, what sorts of stories are being reported, what's sort of making news on the greater Allegheny campus, and then I want to ask each of you sort of what your plans are after graduation, okay? Cool. We'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Welcome back. Our guests for a final few minutes are Troy Ferguson and Katie Shields. They are seniors at Penn State Greater Allegheny. Uh, They both recently won Golden Quill Awards from the Press Club of Western Pennsylvania. So we're talking about journalism. We're talking about uh, college life in this pandemic age. And also want to find out what their plans are following graduation. Uh, Katie, I'll ask you first, what are you thinking about doing after graduation? You're majoring in information science and technology.
2: So I actually did an internship with a company called Hamill Manufacturing over the summer during the pandemic, which actually was really cool and really rewarding. I did a lot of database work for them, and I started getting a database going in Microsoft Access, Um, I have plans to continue working with them for a while. I'm not sure how long that will go if I'll be hired full-time, but um, I do want to get out into the technology field and um, grow more as an individual. I'm already working in the technology field at the IT help desk, and I've done the database work, so I want to keep growing in my field.
0: Is that a local company in the Western Pennsylvania area?
2: Yes, it is. Um, It's a small manufacturing company.
0: Yeah. Uh, Troy, same question to you. Uh, Your major is corporate communications. What are you thinking about following graduation
1: um i i mean i love journalism i love writing um but i also i want to make a difference um i kind of want to get involved with like nonprofits mm-hmm. um uh and do like some pr i took a pr class with professor martinelli um last year all like last semester and last fall and i just i, I we worked with an organization called band together and um it it brings um this organization brings um individuals on the autism spectrum to, um, these events to play music. And it's a, it's a really great organization really good people. And, um, I just loved working with them. And I, I think that's something I would love to do is just help people who are in need, you know?
0: So. I, I I I I always make the joke that I worked for a bunch of newspapers and um, radio stations that were nonprofits. Some of them were not supposed to be nonprofits when they started out. Was the problem? Uh, not, neither one of you had any real thought of of a journalism career, though. I have,
1: I do. Mm-hmm. I do love. Like I, I I would love to. What I, I just uh, I also have a love for that kind of stuff yeah, too. No, That's that. Didn't c- c- put you um, on the spot. Right. Yeah. Corporate communications is such. A, like it's like a. There's so much you could do with this degree, and I think that's why I like it so much. Yeah. Um, I just I, there, there's a lot of options, um, so I that that's like something else I would want to do down the line. But I, I never want to stop
0: writing. Katie, you kind of fell into this. You you were originally approached because of your skill navigating the different Adobe Creative Suite applications.
2: Yeah, I was approached because of my knowledge of technology. Yeah. And honestly, I could see myself working pretty much anywhere, um, designing websites. I've done the website for the GAZ, and I've done done—I've um, tried to do, messing around with HTML and a few different ways of getting websites running. So I could see myself making a website for a newspaper or yeah. a company or working anywhere as long as I, I'm working in the technology field. That's really been my passion since I've started at GA.
0: Both of those skills that that both of you have—the communication side on the one, and the information technology on the other—seem to me are transferable to a lot of different fields and career paths. We mm-hmm. we, are, we are running short on time, and I guess have I been mispronouncing it? It's the GA Gazette, not Gazette. Yeah, that's how. That yeah, we okay. it, it, yeah yeah. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> say the GA
2: Gazette because our campus is Penn State the GA Greater Allegheny, of
0: course. Yeah, duh. all right. But yeah. Um. So so where can people find out where where can people obviously if they're on campus they can get a paper copy but online where do they go
2: you can go to sites.psu.edu forward slash g-a-z so without any dashes just g-a-z-e-t-t-e okay and that's where you can go to
0: look at our news website Mm -hmm. Troy what kind of stories have been making news obviously the the pandemic and how have you been covering that uh in the paper
1: um, so recently, I, I connected with the Pittsburgh Cultural Trust. Um, I, I've been focusing on how the arts yeah. have been affected because that's something I feel like everyone takes for
0: granted. Like um, the, the cultural district in Pittsburgh went dark exactly for, for, for yeah. the whole year now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's, and I think um, it art and like that, like art and music and musical theater, is so therapeutic to people. So I've been like covering like. They've been doing virtual events. Um, I've been like uh, seeing how they were how um, the trust was affected. So I'm I mostly like focused on like the arts during this time. But I have written. I actually written an opinion piece on um, essential workers because I'm a I'm a server and I it's it's tough. This yeah. I mean it's not easy for everybody, but like it's it's tough working in during this time you know
0: final question something we often talk about on this program is um sort of the population loss of western pennsylvania over the years and ways to retain um young people once they graduate i'll, I'll ask you first troy are you planning to stay in in western pennsylvania uh after you graduate
1: um
0: i Pardon
1: me i kind of want to like experience i want to get to I, I i'm i love to, like meeting new people mm-hmm. so like i kind of want to like venture out um that's always been a dream of mine but for right now while i finish my degree and i have to you know save up for you know to make that dream happen so i would love to go like the west coast
0: or even like i don't know
1: new york city
0: i (laughs) I have a love for new york city you know same question katie you planning to stick stick around or or uh don't know
2: I'll most likely stick around because Pennsylvania is a great place for technology. The technology industry here is really big, and I want to experience as much as possible. So I don't know where I'll go down the road, but I'm most likely going to stick in Pennsylvania for the time being as as much as possible.
0: I, I, I want to thank you both for, for taking some time to talk with us this morning. Troy Ferguson is from West Mifflin. He's a senior majoring in Corporate Communications. Uh, Katie Shields is from Penn Hills. She's a senior majoring in Information Science and Technology. They both won Golden Quill Awards from the Press Club of Western Pennsylvania for their work on the Penn State Greater Allegheny uh, GAZ. Uh, you can find it. Let's see if I got this correct. It's sites.psu.edu gazette. Uh, gets them to the online uh, coverage. Uh, Katie and Troy, thank you both so much for taking some time to talk with me. Thank you so much. much. Yeah, thank you. And thank you all for listening today to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio WMCK.FM and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now